bag the most points as we head to picturesque Orchard Park as we approach round four of the BTCC. Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Uh, back for another round very quickly after the last one. Two week turnaround. Two week turnaround, yeah. It's uh, coming thick and fast in the early stages of the season, isn't it? It does feel like they're cramming a lot in, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we started slightly later than normal. April we normally. Yeah, possibly. Well, it wasn't that far, actually, to be fair. But yeah, it doesn't half feel like we're cramming a lot in before we get to the summer break. And then we've only got another two weeks after this and we'll be off to Croft. We will. So, yeah, it, it's coming thick and fast. Um, but so far, it's been fairly entertaining. Yeah, it's been a good start to the season, hasn't it? Lots of ups and downs already, um, as we would expect with the touring cars. Uh, Owen Park is one of those circuits that can throw up a bit of a surprise or two. Mm, and full of ups and downs in itself. Um, nice picturesque circuit, isn't it? Went it is. To, went to it last last year? Last year. Last year. God, that was a long time ago. Um, yeah. Very much enjoyed it. Um, it was really, really quite good for spectating, I thought. Um, that infield area seems very built up um, and you're able to see quite a lot on the track as well and we got to stand next to Del Boy in his van oh that was brilliant wasn't it it was fantastic yeah. I'd forgotten about that van that he sort of like cardboard cardboard wood cut out on wood, top think, of his yeah. own yeah. Um, with a certain inflatable toy marital aid yes maybe <laughs> or maybe, <laughs> maybe not a marital aid actually maybe a single to aid <laughs> thinking about it but but yes, yeah, um, that made an appearance on TV, which shut Paul, o- Paul O'Neill up quite quickly. <laughs> he did well not to swear, to yes, be fair. <laughs> yes, and the whole part was good. It's probably, the certainly of the circuits we've been to, it feels like the biggest in terms of track. Yeah. You, you, as you say to view, there's a lot of walking to get to various bits and pieces. And the yeah. first corner you can stand feels a mile away from the other bit where you can go and stand. It, it, is, it seemed to me a very big track. Yeah, very much so. And it is over two miles a lap. Is it? It is. It, it, yeah. It's a big circuit. Imagine if they used the full uh, mm. hairpin layout as well with that banked hairpin further down. So to go into the weekend then, a reminder of the standings. Josh Cook heads the way on 139. Ash Sutton with his old number on 116. Spooky, isn't it? Uh, Colin Turkton, 112, back in third. Tom Ingram, who lost the championship lead last time out of Thruxton, is on 111. So it's so tight between particularly second to fourth. Although, to be fair, first to second is still fairly close in terms of BTCC. And Jake Hill, perhaps a bit disappointed to be languishing on 103? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Considering the the couple of non-scores that he's already had. Yep. Um, yeah, he, he would think that he would maybe even be up, maybe challenging Cook yeah. um, up at the front. But as you say, it's very tight at the top. Then we have a bit of a gap back to Adam Morgan in sixth, who's on 86 points. Shedden on 72. Lloyd on 66. That's a great effort to be in the top 10. Daniel Lloyd, Rory Butcher on 65, and then uh, Daniel Robottom heads out the top 10 on 53. I don't think Ingram would be too disappointed being fourth in the championship. Tom Ingram's never disappointed in anything. Well, that is true, that is very true. I Um, mean, the the nuke of the bombs could drop and you would just cut (laughs) your smiling face going, you know, Louise, it's not going to be raining, but we have to make the most of it, you know, it's... I should have been on wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. That lad is always happy, so, you know. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, first of all, to see how the hybrid turns out um, for this weekend. I think it's a track where it's going to be 
noticeable. Yeah, I think so too, especially with the changes in elevation for this track and therefore the traction zones, especially as you come out of the island hairpin. I was going to say, there's also three or four actually very obvious places to use it. Between Druids and Lodge, there's a bit of a straight. Between Old Hall and Cascades, there's a straight. The run up to Island Bend and then the run into Hislops are all fair, fairly obvious places to use it. Yeah. Um, I think Jives will find that it goes pretty quickly around here. Yes. As I said before, it is a longer lap, only getting 15 seconds off the hybrids. That's going to... I think they're going to find that goes very quickly. Now, I think it's going to be a case of who can adapt the quickest to finding the best way and best places to use the hybrid in the lap. Yeah, and I certainly think it will change the racing up a lot because there are so many different places mm. where you can make an attack or, or defend um, that, yeah, coming down to sort of like Lodge at the end of the lap, you could find drivers not having any hybrid left coming out through Deer Leap and actually getting overtaken down into the first corner. Um, I think you could, uh, on the flip side as well, you could find drivers out, out of hybrid by the time they reach Island Bend, depending on yeah. whereabouts they're using it in the lap. So I think that's going to be a fascinating uh, encounter this weekend, to, to, as you say, to where it's being used, who's using it when. Particularly if you've got the full 15 seconds for each lap of the race, that's going to be very interesting. And I, yeah, I do think we're going to see it really play a part this weekend. Something that we've also seen so far this season is the fact that qualifying records have been broken lap records are being broken because of the extra power that the cars have got. Who currently holds qualifying and race lap records at Alton? Would you like to have a guess? Unfortunately, I saw the qualifying one. It's Jason Plato, isn't it? It is. 1 minute 25.4. Do you know when he set that? Ooh. It, um, this is really Subaru interesting. days? 2015. Which, which I think is interesting. Because generally the cars get quicker and yeah. the race lap record was set in 21, so last year. Yeah. By... A shed and surely no. Robottom. No. Oh, go on then. Ingram. Don't forget, he had a lot of clear air to run in. He did. Yeah, he didn't have a great se- uh, great round last season, did he? No. So he was one minute twenty six, which is uh, about half a second off the, which is quite a lot actually. It's mm. half a second off the qualifying record, which was one twenty five four, and he's a one twenty six, pretty much dead. So. I reckon they'll go under twenty fives in qualifying. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, just because that. The, as we've already said, the amount of different areas that they can use the hybrid, I think they'll make the most of it. Yeah, I agree with you. So we've got 12 corners, uh, a 2.23 mile uh, lap circuit. And one big lake. One huge lake. And one person who's got the most wins round here. Would you like to play your favourite game of who has the most wins round here? Who has the most wins According to what here. is probably an out-of-date Wikipedia page, given the fact that Josh Cook isn't the king of Thruxton on that. <laughs> Um, I will go for. I don't think it's a BMW circuit, is it? It's well, I'll get on to that in a, in a moment. Once okay. you guess this, I will go for Plato. Actually, correct. Hey, would you like to give me a number? Um, nine. No. Oh, nine. nine. You're wrong. Nine. Oh nine. Dear. Terrible German joke. <laughs> go on then. Eleven. Oh, I wasn't too far off. No, but you're wrong. Yeah. If, if you're on, if you're yeah, on, rub it in. Well, no. If, if you're on, it was been in air. You would be wrong. Yes. But someone would, would have coughed in the crowd, <laughs> or sniggered in the background. So, you mentioned, is it a BMW circuit? Well, 2021. Obviously, we were there. We mm-hmm. saw Robottom from Shedden, from Those Morgan. Hondas were so quick. They were. They were ridiculous. They were in race noticeably one. quick. Yeah, they were ridiculous. They went past. Yeah, ridiculous in race one. Um, Robottom, of course, that was his first win of the season. Yep. Uh, Shedden actually led the race before the red flag caused by Plato and Oliphant. Didn't Robot grab pole there as well? No, Proctor had pole. Oh, yeah. And then he fell back through the field, didn't yeah. 
Yeah. Right. It's almost like I was there. I know. Um, yeah, so Robottom took his first win, but he was behind Shedden, but they had to do a full restart after the Plato Oliphant incident. Uh, Morgan then came third. Yep. Butcher in race two from Robottom from Morgan. Yep. And in race three, it was a bit of a random one. This one, Proctor made up for his earlier. I think he got pole in the grid reversal, actually. Yeah, he did. Uh, Jelly in second. And Gordon Shedden was third. I, I seem to remember that Jelly quite liked this circuit. Um, he was okay. Yeah, he was okay here. He, he goes through stages of liking different venues and not liking uh, other venues. Brands is always his best. But Brands I mean, is normally his best. Yeah. I mean, in terms of here, you say you know, a fifth, a seventh, and a second isn't a bad weekend. To no. be fair, it no. was a fairly solid Jelly weekend that weekend. Uh, and in twenty twenty, um, we had Butcher Ooh, from okay. Camish from Hill. Yep. So again, Honda's strong. Yep. Although obviously Butcher wasn't in a Honda before that gets pointed out to me. <laughs> he was in a Ford. Uh, Sutton, Butcher, Turkington. And then Morgan, Turkington, Oliphant. Okay, so there are a couple of BMWs in there. Yeah, that, that last one was the time when Oliphant let Turkington pass to attack Morgan. Didn't give the place back as was agreed. And said he'll pay him back later in the season. Never, Never did. did. And then the race is cut short by red flag. Yes, yeah. Of course... Um, the. Uh, this time last year, it was Sutton's only non-point score of the season. It was in race number three. When uh, Smiley happened. When Smiley happened. <laughs> One day we're going to get on a t-shirt. Um, talking of the championship contenders then, Cook last season had a 15th, a retirement and a 12th. Tom Ingram had a 19th, a 10th and a 21st. And Sutton had a 14th, an 18th and a retirement. As you said, his only non-points uh, finish of the season. And in race one... He was put to the back of the field after contact in the opening lap with Ingram and Turkington, as I remember, and fought back the best out of all three of them to get into the points, albeit the restart of the race yes. helped him up with that. Yeah, very much. I think he scooped up a load of grass as well, didn't he? Yeah, there was an incident going through... Going down into Cascades, wasn't it? Absolutely, it was. And in terms of Colin Turkington, who is a championship contender again, yep. uh, an 18th, a 12th, and an eighth. So, to be fair, in terms of championship contenders, it wasn't a great weekend all round. It wasn't, and I think we noted that that it might have been a turning point for one of them in the championship last year. But as we say, all of them didn't, or none of them really capitalised on it. No, it was, as you say, the Hondas day. And I wonder if we're going to see the same this weekend. Quite possibly. I think it may depend a little bit on the weather. Depends what that's doing. Dry but cool. Dry but cool, okay. So, at the risk of sounding like a BBC weatherman, you can expect highs of around 17 degrees. <laughs> and there is a slight rain warning. It is very slight. 7% of the area will be wet yeah. around lunchtime, so it's not going to be raining. It's not going to be raining. You might get a little bit of cloud cover at times, but... Absolutely. And on Saturday, again, the chance of the rain are slim, and you're looking at highs of around 19 degrees when we do the qualifying. So it's not, not chilly, not warm, somewhere in the middle. Um, I don't think it's going to be a particular problem for the BMWs particularly. Do Moving to qualifying then, mm-hmm. do you expect to see drivers with more hybrid boost further up the grid this time around? Obviously it didn't seem to make too much of a difference around Thruxton. Um, Ingram I think qualified either 5th or 6th with no boost at all. Mm. Do you think it will affect Cook this time out? Obviously in the Honda we know it's good around this circuit. Or do you see someone maybe... Like Robottom, who you say is 10th in the championship, we know he's quick round here, he'll have almost the full amount of boost. Will he be looking to take another pole? I mean, obviously, he'll be looking to take another pole. 
Um, Do you think it's realistic? Yeah, I think it is realistic, to be fair. Traffic's going to play a huge part in getting the perfect lap together. Yep. I think. Are we going to see a surprise pole sitter? I don't think we are going to see a surprise pole sitter. No, I don't think it'll be a surprise, but I think it'll be someone who has a lot more boost than we've seen already this season. Possibly. I've not gone for that in my poll prediction. No, no, you haven't. And nor have you massively. Not overly, no. So, but I don't. I don't expect of those top five drivers. I don't expect them maybe all to be in the top ten. No, I think the dark horse for pole is Camish, in my opinion. Okay. He's going to have all the boost. Yep. It's not gone well for him so far. Let's be honest. He's sitting. It's an understatement. Thirteenth <laughs> from the championship with forty-one points, so near enough a hundred points off top already. Yep. I, I wrote him off after the first round and yeah. I, I, I'm not changing my mind his championship no. punt is done yeah. done 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 but he has shown flashes in that car and he can still play a pivotal role in the championship oh absolutely he had a good Sutton's teammate and he was going well at Thruxton until issues happened in race one he qualified well yep he said on Twitter in an interview I can't remember where but the car's not good at fighting through the field no um, we've, we've realised that yeah yeah and we were idiots. Yeah, practically. <laughs> and theoretically. <laughs> and literally. Um, but yeah, so for Kamish, he needs to qualify high. Can he stick that car high? Yes. And I think Roy Butcher down in ninth is a real possibility for pole as well because mm-hmm. he's going to have most of the hybrid. But I've gone for Colin Turkson to be the pole sitter. Okay. Look, he's a double wingfoot award winner. Oh, God, here we go. Doesn't lie. Doesn't lie. He's the most consistent <laughs> qualifier on the grid. Proven by two seasons' worth of awards. I still think Hill will win it by the end of the season. Despite not having made a prediction for that this season, because it's a stupid award. Oh, you mean the wing for not yes. the drivers? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I, I still think Hill will probably, over the season, be the best qualifier. Well... But he's not the driver I'm going for. Hill is top of the wing foot at the moment by oh, four there points. From um, Colin Turkton. I reckon we might see the same Honda dominance as we did last season. Therefore, I'm going to go for Shedden. Interesting. Interesting. I just feel that we are in interesting realms at the moment to where the rear-wheel drive car is good and where it's not. And where it seems to have a real advantage is qualifying. We've yeah. seen that so far this season. That it might struggle in the race trim. Yep. But you're seeing, and with the greatest respects, Jelly and Gamble qualifying high as well. Do you think that's because they don't have to do a tyre swap and they're getting more track more time, yeah. first of all, yeah. and obviously they're having clearer track time? Yeah, I think that's it. And they don't need to worry about setup so much because they know they don't need to have the car set up so it can run different tyres and come in and swap them. Yeah. Uh, they can just get out and go. Yep. Obviously, they can come in and do little tweaks, but they can just basically get out and go and just just qu- just focus entirely on getting the lap in. Whereas, if, as you say, in a front wheel drive car, we saw it with Cambridge at Thrux and how many warm up laps did and Shetland actually, how many warm up laps did they do? Ridiculous amount. It only took about in. five minutes until the end of the session. But you say that Turkington was floundering at um, Thruxton until we put a time in late in the session. So, but a lot of that depends on what the track's doing. Yeah. Well, is the track coming in? Is the track going out? I just, yeah, I think the real drives clearly have an advantage in qualifying. I think part of that is because, if you say, they don't need to come into the pits to do any of the tyre swapping nonsense. They can just get out and go. Um, so I expect a strong performance in qualifying from if I'm being honest. Morgan not a dark horse for you then? It goes well here. Morgan's already suggested that. Morgan is a dark horse, period. Yeah. Uh, he is the championship's dark horse. Yeah. You never write him off, but you never fully think he's going to win a race necessarily or take pole or mm. win a championship 
but you'd never fully write him off either. No. So, yes, he's a dark horse. If I was to pick three people for pole, would he be the pole sitter for me? No. Okay. Yourself? I mean, you're not putting him as your prediction. No, I haven't. So you're not putting um, your, your Morgan where your mouth is. That's because I don't think that the BMWs will be as strong here. I think this is very much a Honda circuit. Yeah, but we said that about Thruxton last weekend, or last round, sorry, and, and in qualifying at least. Yeah. I, I think that goes out the window a bit in qualifying. I think we're seeing that this season. That At Brands, we didn't expect the BMWs to go that well. They put, what, four, six in the front? Six in the top seven or first, something? First four spots on the grid, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So... I think that the circuit favouring one or the other goes out the window a bit, in particular in qualifying. Okay. I think we're seeing that trend this year. Well, we'll see how it pans out. That's the only way. Yeah. So, winners for this weekend, what are we going for? The British public viewing, because we've got a split between ITV and ITV4. Yes, we, they, we are the real winners. Just as a reminder, yes. we're on ITV first this week. Yes. Just for anyone needing to record their... Check your set top box, because the amount of posts after... Uh, oh, I didn't realise it would changed, and yeah. Check your boxes, here is a split. Um, yeah. Yeah, at least it isn't ITV4 to ITV1, and then back to ITV4. I think it is just ITV1 to ITV4. Yeah, but to be fair, for bringing the viewing figures, that's that's going to be a good thing for the sport we love at the end of the day. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we say see the same amount of viewers as we did last time when we switched over I think we will because there's nothing else on Sunday there's no sport there's no actually England play at some point over the weekend but I can't remember Saturday it's a Saturday is it yep thank you for bearing me out on that Uh, Wales aren't playing yeah the only thing that might have started is some tennis but I think I'm going to leave that to hang like the bad serve that it was yeah sorry Um, but yeah yeah, I, I hope we see a good Crowd so. there and on the, on the couch. Absolutely. In terms of winners, I've gone for three, as you'd expect. Butcher, Turkett and Shedden. Okay. Shedden for race three. I think he'll be steady Eddie, sixth, seventh, eighth in the first two races and then get a good chance in race three. I think Butcher and Turkett will probably have a double podium, to be fair. They'll mm. be podium in both race one and two. I've just realised with all my bleating about Honda already, I haven't actually gone for a Honda winner at all. No, you haven't. So I have gone for Ingram, Hill and Lloyd. I don't think Ingram wins. I think his focus this weekend has to be on just scoring good points. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go all out for a win unless it really presents itself to him. Following on from Thruxton, he needs three top six finishes for me. Yeah. He's been so consistent. Apart so far, yeah, yeah, so so consistent so far this season, which is why he, he is up there. Obviously, Thruxton was a little bit of a blip on that. Uh, we've both gone for gamble in the Jack Sears, bit of a risk, but yeah, not not really throwing the cards out there. I think he he he's looked so quick this season. Oh he, yeah, exactly. And I don't, I, I from memory, the Cooper struggled here last year. Mm. I don't think we're going to see a particularly strong performance on the hard. T- slash laser tools team I don't think the Astro will do as well as it did last time out either no no I think it's going to struggle a little bit in the more technical sections of the circuit it always, it, the Astro always looks as if it's a heavy car to me yeah it does um, and I think the changes and undulations yeah. will um, put pay to that yeah I, I'd agree with you on that one uh, in terms of poll we've done that general prediction yes I've gone for something I don't know I think it's fairly likely to happen. Either a Honda or BMW on each podium. Which 
decent chances. I mean, it's probably about a third of the grid, isn't it? Technically, Honda driver will be able to drive because they won't put the car on the podium. Get out. Uh, on a technicality, you've now lost this, this prediction. Wonderful. Thank you. So, thank you, Your Honour. Uh, I've gone for Cook will finish at least one race outside of the points. Ooh. Bold. We've seen it before, and I don't want to see it again, but when he has a good weekend, he tends to get a bad weekend, not too far around the corner. He's had two okay. good weekends on the bounce. I think his luck's about to change, do you? No, I just think that if you look at historically, that's what happens. And if he wants to win a title, he needs to have another good weekend this weekend yes. and get that consistency going. And if he can do that, then fantastic, he'll, he'll probably win the title. How much do you think it would pain Plato if Cook <laughs> won the title in that car this season? I think, to be honest, you could give Plato a grid of one at the minute. and Well, you know, yeah. Still find a way to finish last, wouldn't he? Where where, where do you think he's going to go this weekend? Then, because obviously he's the record holder here. Yep. We've seen a couple of errors in his driving this season. Yeah. Errors that he's admitted to as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Where I wasn't a huge fan of his. Um, he knew he was going to be beaten off the line. Chat in race three last uh, time out of Thruxton because, you know, Cook was beaten off the line twice. It's about how you deal with it. Yep. And Cook showed how you deal with it. Yes. Um. How? What? What's a good weekend for Jason now? Really, realistically, because I, top I, ten. Yeah, because uh, I think perhaps that's I think part top of the ten problem. and within a chance of getting that reverse grid is think, a good weekend for him now. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's right. I think we've got to reset our expectations somewhat with Jason because I, I think mean, I was I, I ludicrously perhaps now suggested at the start of the season he might be a dark horse for the championship, which is. Just looks a ridiculous thing in the yes, four very, rounds, three rounds in. Very ridiculous. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. But theoretically, there's no reason he shouldn't have been. No. That car's good enough. Well, yeah, obviously it is. Cook's, Cook's top of the table. So I don't know. I think you're right. I think three top tens and to be there or thereabouts, maybe mm. maybe sneak a podium. I don't. See he need, it. He needs to pick up points if Cook isn't picking up points. Yeah. As well, team wise. Yeah. So. I just don't. Yeah, that's the thing. I just don't know where we are with Jason. That's the thing. I'm just not sure where we are at all. BTC are in the obviously you say in the second in the title in the team standings behind Bristol Street Motors Accelerate etc., which is in Grim and Chilton. Yep. Um, only three points back. It's getting quite tight at the top, which is nice to see. I'm slightly surprised BMW are that far down, but I suppose it is just Turkson and Jelly, and Jelly's had an interesting start to the season. Yeah. To put it mildly. Yeah, so I think if Cook isn't necessarily scoring as many points as the team want, then Jason's got to be there to make up the numbers almost. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't know. I just, I, I don't know what to say about Jason at the minute. I just don't know. I, I want him to do well. I've made that fairly clear on every opportunity I've had. It just doesn't seem to go well for him at the minute. Okay then, moving on to further predictions. Have you got some? bingo for us we have we've got a new bingo this week i like to add new games oh add new games was that it was well done <laughs> subliminal yeah? yeah so just like they're advertising <laughs> oh on fire so there is a bit of a running joke of the advertisements you get on a british touring car weekend now are they going to be different because they're on itv1 i don't know but we are of course for a part on itv4 so as we'll be watching the whole day's coverage from my sofa. Yes. Admittedly, part of it on the laptop, no doubt, when F1 comes to the big screen so we can watch yep. uh, Verstappen kick his tyre again in anger. <laughs> um, we 
are going to play advertisement bingo. Yep. Sam, what three ads are going to be on the television this weekend for the touring cars? On the Sunday only, from when coverage begins, from the first intro. Yeah. So no adverts leading up to the first intro. I, I agree with that. And to the final sign-off. Yeah. So adverts after that don't count either. It's the I agree. bit between. Yep. And it counts on ITV1 and ITV4. I'm going to go for a, a classic one. Mm-hmm. Donkey Sanctuary. The Sad Donkeys. The Sad Donkeys. Okay. Now, are we doing a point if it comes up, or are we doing a point for every time it comes up? No, I think a point if it comes up. If it comes up, that's fine. Because we normally get repeating ones through each different advert break. Okay, so the Sad Donkeys is one. Sad Donkeys, yeah. Do you hold free? Oh, okay. No problem. Uh, Sun Life. You get a free pen, just for inquiring. Free pen, yeah. Don't you worry, you're going to die. No, because I've made my special will. You get a free pen for just inquiring. Oh, that makes me feel better. I can die tomorrow. That one. That one. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. You don't want to be left with hefty funeral costs. <laughs> and also, a little bit one that's left field. It's mm. probably the least likely. Or midfield. Or midfield. Oh, wow, yeah. Or defensive. Um, Not right wing, though. the Soccer Aid ad, because I think Soccer Aid is coming up soon. It is indeed. Chunks is back in. Yeah. Whoever he is. And I, have, I believe it's at London Stadium this time. Oh, possibly. Just putting it out there. I think Robbie Williams is playing. Um, Normally is. Mo Farah v Usain Bolt. Those clash we've all wanted to see. <laughs> uh, anyway, how anyway, about yours? I am going for the Red Cross. Okay. I am going for Guide Dogs. Oh, yeah, they're normally quite popular. Yep. And I'm going for Ian Botham's foot massager, because now he's been on his feet for this time, he likes to have his little foot massage, and that, I think, will come up. Yeah, that, that's one that we normally see. He's normally talk- targeted at an older audience, Yeah, which I probably think, doesn't help. I was going to say, I think the touring cars is an image problem anyway. Yeah. We're trying to get a young audience in. Which I think the the, the move to ITV one probably helps that because, I mean, let's be honest. The way we got into it was because our parents are into it. Yes. Yeah. You know, let's be fair. That's yeah. that's why we're into it. Yeah. You know, and I think that the more accessible it's made for younger people to get into, it. And, and to be fair, with the ticketing and stuff, it's easy to take young. There's a good turnout of young people when you're there. But very much so. How do you keep people interested through teenage years and young how adulthood? How do you keep a child interested for a TV mm. eight hours a day? Because that's how long the programme effectively is. You get Paul O'Neill to dress as one of the Paw Patrol people. <laughs> that's the way to do it. And if Paul O'Neill's listening, oh, you I'd can have pay. that for free. I'd pay for that. Yeah, you can have that for free. I'd love to see him do a grid walking one. With the flippers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe do it for Rag Week or something. But yeah, well, I think you... when you go to the events, I think you see a lot of younger kids. Yeah. Don't see that many teenagers and young adults. I, I don't think, from our experiences, it, you see families of young kids, or it yeah. tends to be a middle-aged man and their older dad, yeah, sitting together, which is lovely to see. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but yeah. I think there is a problem trying to bring that other audience in, and I think that's reflected in these adverts. You know, mm. quite possibly. Yeah, there's not a. I mean, not that adverts are the be all or end all, but you just look at that, you can clearly see who it's being targeted to. It's yeah. people who. Would give them, who've got money to give to donkeys and are about to die okay <laughs> and, and, have sore, and have sore feet <laughs> yes yeah oh dear right <laughs> moving on to the commentator bingo then yeah uh, see if we can it. be a little more successful on this because so far this season we have one singular point between us yeah it's not going well is it 
I swear they listen. I, I've noticed that as you fill these in, they already go red yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking particularly strong for me, but I'm gonna mention, they're going to mention something about the BMW in the traction zone. Yeah, Tim Tim likes a good traction zone uh, Tim comment. likes a BMW. Yeah, that is true. Very much. We're going to get a, he knows how to win a championship, sit there banking points, that kind of thing. It's not too early. It's never too early. We're going to get that. You're going to do that until you actually get one of them say it, aren't yes. you? Yes. Okay. I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to put car in there. Uh, and track limits at turn one. We often see them run wide under the pressure oh, pads, cool. etc. Yep. I'm f- feeling fairly confident. However, I've said that on numerous occasions and the record sheet does not reflect this. Yeah, the sea of red doesn't really uh, back you up, does it? Can you be Moses and can you part it? What are your three? <laughs> Let's hope so. Um, I'm going to go offline through Druids. So the double right-hander at the top of Clay Hill. Um, if you see people get offline through there, there's normally a passing opportunity for maybe someone behind going down into Lodge. There wouldn't be somebody in front, would it, to be fair? Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, my second one is, obviously, Sutton's no points here, or retirement here last yeah, season only non-points finish only yeah. retirement last season uh, and finally a lock up into the hairpin mm-hmm. mentioned three or more times that's oh you, you've got I you've got to have one a, a little... race effectively that's, yeah I know that's mental I think, I, I think you're if it's up there I can be the money myself okay because A you've got to rely on three people to lock up which, which I think that we might go on then who's going to lock up I knew you were going to say that. Um, I can see Osborne. Osborne locks up into there, definitely. I'm trying not to laugh because that would be the one I'd have picked, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, Rick Parfit. No, he's not. Ma- the thing about Rick is he's not actually made many mistakes this season. No, no, to be but fair. he has had a few lock ups and yeah. run wide. I remember him running right through coppice quite a lot. Don't forget of Rick Parfit, though. You've got to see it on the telly. We're not there. Yes, that is true. Um, but to be, give Rick his due, given the problems <laughs> over that car, I don't think he's done that bad a job this season. And I reckon maybe some of the front runners who are battling. I maybe have... Jake Hill's got a silly lock-up in him. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound quite right. But you know what I mean. I, I, I will I will confess that I do agree. I think one of the, quote, big names will do, will do something lock-up. Like, yeah. like last year at Croft, was it year before when Turkton just decided that he no longer... Go straight got, on at turn one. No longer got to be the king. And yeah. Decide, yeah. Was it? Yeah. No, 2020 that was, wasn't it? I can't remember. But it was in the it black was, B. No, it was in the white BMW, so it would have been 2020. I can't remember. No, they've had two seasons of the black one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Where well, he went just straight on. Yeah. I had an awful weekend at Croft. Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was. No. He got a, a year win before. last year, so it must have been a year before. Okay. Anyway, before. I digress. Yeah. You'll see your folks. I've Sutton tried that stupid move on Hill and yes. gave him a puncture. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. That's the build Enough. up for Alton Park um, we hope you enjoy it uh, we'll certainly be watching avidly from our sofas and enjoying a little bit of food and F1 from my sofa not our sofas oh, yeah but you've got two sofas mate if you don't own one of them well, I do for the weekend I do for the day normally well, you rent it for the day yeah, but <laughs> it's not become yours um, <laughs> Teddy's not going to take it off me oh he will yeah probably um we hope you enjoy it. We'll be back probably Wednesday next week um, for a review. Um, if you're going, stay safe. Enjoy the racing. And, um, yeah, we'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast 
for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 